Hello again, everybody. It's been a long time. Boy, I'm sure you've missed me as much as I've missed you. Things have gotten weird. Haven't done a podcast in, let's say, one year, maybe. And boy, has 2020 been quite the year. I've learned a lot since the last time we've spoken. I did a whole podcast about talking shit on somebody that I work with. Boy, does that seem so irrelevant now, given the whole, you know, coronavirus, the whole change and all that, (laughs) the new world order, if you will. You know, I mean, you call it what you want, but we live in it. We're living in a new world. All the conspiracy nuts, they warned us about this, but. Who cares? <laughs> We're here. Get used to it. Just try to make the best of it, you know. Buy your guns. Stock your ammo. Get your Pokemon cards. Get everything you need to uh, to stay at home and <laughs> live in quarantine life. I mean, boy, my kid hasn't been able to go to the park in, what, 10 months now or something like that? Yeah. Nothing, nothing more dangerous than a slide, than a slide, you know, that, that'll, that'll really sicken the children, I guess. I mean, he's in school. He goes to school every day. He jumps on a school bus, gets off. I mean, he has to wear a mask all day long, I think. Who knows? I'm not there to watch him. Uh, as far as I could tell, he's supposed to have the mask on all day, but, uh, you know, they don't let them onto the bus without it, that's for sure. I wonder, you know, how much does it really matter if he's wearing that mask or not? Uh, you know, I know the whole mask thing, right? It's been like a hot button uh, debate for the last few months. <sighs> Should we be wearing the masks? You know, um, Jaden Smith was wearing masks before it was cool pretty cool guy <laughs> yeah this conversation is gonna go all over the place try to try to keep up actually Jaden Smith dropped some fire music this year speaking of Jaden Smith and uh, things going well there's been a lot of bads a lot of goods this year I think Jaden's new album is a good I don't know the name of the album you could search it on YouTube it'll pop right up some fire on there, some straight fire. But you're not supposed to call him Jaden Smith anymore. He's just Jaden, so. I'm using a new app to record this podcast too. It's called Anchor. I wonder, I wonder how this is gonna work. I'm hoping it goes well. I should be able to just throw this up on Spotify and Stitcher and uh, you know, wherever. Thanks to this app, it's supposed to make it real easy. So let's see how that goes. I also have a lanyard microphone. Is that how you call it? Let me do like a lav- no lavalier. Lavalier mic. So I'm recording this on my phone with a little microphone, tiny little almost invisible microphone clipped to my chest. My phone basically becomes like useless once you plug this thing into <laughs> like no audio is coming out of it. So I can't really play back and see how it sounds, but, uh, so we're just kind of, we're kind of winging it, you know, it's a trial and error. Um, just like on my first podcast, you know, I didn't, or my first podcast, my, uh, my first, the brutal truth podcast, 
that had my girlfriend snowing in the background the whole time. And <laughs> I probably, I probably probably didn't acknowledge that until, you know, 30 minutes into the podcast or something like that. I don't even remember how long it was. It, it was so long ago that I did it and I, I don't really exactly check back on it. Uh, I have a bad habit of not finishing things. Yeah, now we're peeling this onion. Okay, here we go. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about me and my my bad habits. <laughs> um, I, I I'm not that good at finishing things. I think I'm not the only one who who is afflicted with this character flaw. But you know, allow me a moment of your attention, and, and, and you know, maybe you can relate. And I think number two is like my lucky number. Or at least the number of the maximum of anything I'm willing to do. And if I don't absolutely fall in love, I give up. Like my first two podcasts, the Miami Robcast, I did two. The Brutal Truth, I did two. Uh, there's a couple other things that was a perfect example for this too. Can't think of right now, but, you know, the point is. Uh, I guess I like to, uh, not that I like to do it, but I, I don't see things through. Um, that being said, I've been trying to see certain things through. I just finished a class to secure my two-year degree. Yeah, it took four years to get it, but what you going to do? Uh, so I should be getting that in the mail soon. And that's something I saw through. I, I thought about quitting a lot. Uh, during those last four years, but I did it. But hey, I'm gonna get this degree, finally. I should be living on my own on the next few months. Somehow I'm 33 and still with my mom. How the hell did that happen? Who knows? Uh, yeah, let's get let's get brutally true. Pro probably the one of the most embarrassing things about my life and about myself is that I still live with my mom and I'm old as fuck, I'm like 33. How did this happen? I don't know. A lot of different things, you know, uh, domino effects, if you will. Um, you know, being in South Florida alone doesn't help the situation. Rent's high, pays low. I've gone through some weird things at work too lately. Uh, and so now my pay is high and my responsibility is low. And that's a good thing. So, you know, uh, pay is looking good. But I also got a baby on the way. So I can't just go crazy and find another job. Just the second, you know, I need something secure. Uh, the baby coming. I talk about not seeing things through, huh? I got a baby coming. <laughs> you're not allowed to not see that through unless you're a complete dirtbag. It's interesting. I'm thinking about like. That's, that, that's making me think about like my family and like my father and like, did, did he see it through? Uh, did he see his children through? I, I don't know. Maybe, uh, kind of not really though. Right. Like if you, you have a divorce with your wife and your kids are like 12 ish and then you just basically fall off the face of the earth. That's kind of not saying things through. You need at least 18 solid years before you can say you saw it through with your kids. That's just my humble opinion. I mean, honestly, that's like a lifetime thing, though, right? Like, once you have a kid, you're stuck with them until you're dead. So, I mean, I'm saying 18 years, really, it's it should be a lifetime. 
I could have cut the guy some more slack though if he gave it at least 18 years, but he tapped out at, you know, 12. So, I mean, to be fair, that's, you know, maybe like 11 more years and a lot of other guys might, might stick to, uh, but boy, that's a, that's a bad way of like measuring things, you know, uh, <laughs> measuring them from the bottom. You know, that's, that's another weird habit, something I'm learning about myself. Uh, that's what's good about these podcasts. You learn about a lot about yourself and, and I have the tendency of measuring things from the bottom, which doesn't make sense, right? Like if you're going to, um, measure something, you should measure it from the top. I, I guess if you want to come at things more optimistically or at the very least, just, yeah, just optimistically because things are going to turn out better if you come at it from that angle. If you're coming at it from where I normally do, from the bottom, things are, you know, going to look bad. You know, like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm basically saying like, yeah, my dad was all right. You know, look at Hitler. He was a real shitty dad. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I, I even do that with girls that I like. It's so weird. I mean, like straight up attracted to daddy issues. Like what, what's up with that? You know, like I say, what's up with that? I know what's up with that. I answered that question. Uh, Cause I asked myself that not too long ago. Another interesting topic, man, we are jumping from topic to topic. If you're still with me, kudos, you have as much ADD as I do. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I do that even with women measuring from the bottom daddy issues, right? It's so hot. And like the other day, I swear I was watching a TikTok or something. And it was just like, the girl was just immediately talking about how screwed up her life is and she's homeless or something living in her car. And I'm just like, Oh wow. She is so hot. <laughs> I thought to myself, wait a second. No, she's not. She's, I mean, she's pretty, but Jesus Christ, that is a, that is a lot of baggage. And, um, I mean, as I said already, I'm 33. I've lived life long enough to know that like people with baggage, you don't want to accept them into your life, especially when you're already juggling so many plates, you know, parenting, job, school, girlfriend, all that fun stuff. You can't just take on somebody else's baggage. I have too much baggage and it's, and it's already quite the feat that I'm able to juggle all this, but, but, uh, uh, to take on somebody else's is unwise and just, you know, honestly, just foolish. You, you shouldn't do something like that. It's, it's dumb. I think I can hear my kid going to the bathroom. Ain't that great? Something about being a parent. <laughs> kids excuse me you gotta you gotta take care of them one thing you gotta take care of is making sure you're going to the bathroom <laughs> or at the very least making sure that you know things are going smoothly in there you know he's potty trained my son he's seven years old but um uh, you know like you know, you never know. Uh, little boys, they do weird things. And maybe he wants to, you know, draw a swirl on the wall and, and use a turd to do it. Like, he's never done, uh, maybe once. But he's never really done anything like that. But at the same time, you know, 
you, you want to make sure they're actually using the bathroom when he's sitting down, you know, to poo. And I know it's weird. I, I, it's funny. I, I've heard like Indian comedians talk about this, how their parents will like, you know, when they're little kids and they'll come out from pooing and their parents will immediately ask them, so how, how'd that poo go? Well, you know, you want to make sure your kids are pooing. You know, I wasn't pooing very well growing up myself. I almost wish my parents asked me, how was my poo going? Maybe they would have hooked me up with some fiber gummies like I give my son. Yeah, my kid, he's, he's, he has, um, been diagnosed as autistic and, or, you know, autistic spectrum disorder or whatever. Gosh, we're all over the place. And kids like this, a lot of kids are like this, but especially kids like him, they, exclusively eat bar food um you know pizza chicken nuggets uh you know uh, macaroni and cheese it's got to be bland it's got to be you know the pizza has got to be you know a dollar slice or little caesars or something like that you know and boy let me tell you there's not a lot of fiber in that stuff so you know you buy some fiber gummies and it's basically like candy i guess they put a little bit of sugar in it to just Give it that taste. I tried one or two. They're not bad. But, you know, you give a couple of those to the kid and he'll be all right. You know, he, those 20 minute sit downs on the toilet will become 10 minute sit downs. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and you, you can ensure the uh, in, intestinal health of your child like that. Like, I, I mean, you know what? This is a legit conversation. I feel super awkward talking about it. And uh, I'm thinking like, you know, am I going to get blowback i mean yeah blowback from the two people who listen to this maybe but um yeah you gotta make sure your kids are pooing you know and you gotta make sure you are too uh it's very important <laughs> it's very important you know a lot of doctors will tell you like if you're just having a hard time with that man you gotta you gotta make moves you gotta eat your your fiber eat your lettuce and eat your you know whatever take your fiber pills or do whatever it is you got to do. It's funny when quarantine started, I noticed, uh, you know, a lot of things were being bought off the shelves. Something that I was, you know, somewhat struggling to find was Metamucil fiber pills, like the good quality ones, which is probably the best and only fiber pill on the market that actually really work, you know, almost instantaneously too. If you're like having a bad day, you just chug down like six of those bad boys and a glass of water and you'll be, you'll be moving before you know it. But Boy, I, you know, I was like, oh, I'm not the only one experiencing constipation in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I guess not, because uh, these pills are, are gone. The shelves are empty. Uh, you know, Joe Rogan talked about vitamin D. Vitamin D was suddenly off all the shelves. I don't know. I didn't look very much. When I did look, it was there. I still got some. I stopped taking it. Should be taking it, you know. A lot of these corona folks who, who contracted the, the, the illness had deficiencies in vitamin D. So, you know, you, you got, you want to, you got to take care of yourself, you know, ideally, um, you know, preferably if we all just took care of ourselves a little bit better, we probably would be less shitty to one another when we would encounter one another. That being said, I know I'm 15 minutes in and I was only thinking of doing like a 15 minute podcast, but you know, I want to crank out at least 30 minutes. And I got a lot to say now. It turns out. I felt, I felt, you know, constipation of the mind before I turned this recorder on. But as soon as it, as soon as it turned on, my mind just starts flowing. Just the ideas just start pouring. And like, there's something I was going to go into just now that I totally forgot about. But so what, man? We're just, we're just flowing. We're just going with things. 
So, yeah, what was it though? I know it was something good. Uh, you know, let me let me play the recording back. Not just kidding, I can't do that. All right, anyways, yeah. So let's talk about taking care of yourself. Uh, vitamin D. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> but yeah, we gotta. Oh, I hear someone at my door. Hold on. Yeah, uh, maintenance man is at the door. Going to um, fix our air conditioner. We live in South Florida. The air conditioner stopped working. How great is that? I mean, I was Christmas tree shopping yesterday. It was like 90 degrees. The sun was beaming down on me. It really kind of takes the magic out of the whole Christmas tree thing and <laughs> Christmas tree shopping. But I don't know. Is that just me? How about the rest of you in South Florida? What do you think? Hit me up. DM me. At me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok now. At Manslaughter305. Shout out to your boy. I was thinking the other day, should I have 305 in my name? Like, well, would hardcore Miami people try to call me out and be like, oh, you never, you never even lived in Miami, dude. You lived in a suburb outside of Miami, man. You're not, you're not fucking cool like us. I mean, I lived in Hialeah for 10 freaking years or something like that. Like, <laughs> I guess it doesn't get much more Miami than Hialeah, right? I mean, Hialeah is Miami. Like, a lot of the time people think about, oh, what is Miami? Uh, Cuban culture, Cuban food, Cubans. Well, hey, that's Miami for you. Or rather, that's Hialeah for your ass. So, <sighs> interesting, interesting stuff, interesting people. Got some wacky Hialeah stories I could probably tell you. Man, what is the wackiest thing that ever happened to me in Hialeah? Hmm. There's been a lot. Like, good, bad, mostly bad. Some good. What's the best thing that ever happened to me in Hialeah? Boy, my mind is racing. I got a lot of different, <laughs> different uh, you know things that are running across my mind. I know one thing that, uh, one thing good, spent a lot of time with my girlfriend there. We used to hang out. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It's coming to me. We, we would, we would bone in Hialeah. Right. So I bone my girlfriend Hialeah. That's a good thing. <laughs> Boy, we're, we're <laughs> the mystery of the man's mind explained here on <laughs> the brutal truth. <laughs> work with me people work with me okay <laughs> i mean uh what what other good things i had i had some good friends in hialeah thinking of hialeah and what could happen there i'm thinking a lot about my old friends uh i don't want to say their names they might listen to this you know even though we're not friends anymore but you never know but We'll just call them Romeo and Juliet. So Romeo <laughs> and Juliet, two great friends. Um, we used to hang out all the time. We did all kinds of stuff. Lots of firsts together. You know, first time we went to concert, or at least I did. First time we went to like, you know, conventions and, you know, we did a lot of like drugs for the first time together. We did like acid for the first time together. I mean, and this was, years ago, you know, past the, uh, you know, 
any kind of like uh, criminal liability, whatever they call that time, the jurisdiction time or whatever is passed. I know it's not called jurisdiction. Anyways, <sighs> we did acid together um, in Hialeah for the first time. That was an interesting, an interesting experience. Very wacky Hialeah experience. Uh, um, one of the Romeo and Juliet went on a bad one. Um, I think it was Romeo. Uh, <laughs> and he, he, and something about being on acid where, um, boy, empathy takes on a whole nother level where you can straight up feel what other people are feeling, especially if it's a negative feeling. So boy, once, uh, once buddy started going on a bad one, he, he definitely put us on a bad one. Um, you know, uh, Juliet and I were kind of like, oh shit, okay, <laughs> you know, but we we worked through it together, and uh, you know, we came out of the other side, better versions of ourselves. I think, you know, at least I did. Um, you know, it was a very enlightening experience taking that stuff. It's funny. There's this one time I did it with just Juliet alone, and. That was a great trip. Probably, probably one of my favorite and most memorable ones. I don't know why we were alone. I think Romeo was uh, indisposed at the time, <laughs> but it was just the two of us hanging out and, um, uh, you know, totally like platonic. Obviously, we were just friends, always were for many, many years. And, and we're, we take some, some of this good stuff. And, and for whatever reason, we're watching like, a documentary about animals and shit. They're like going on about chimpanzees and whatnot. And like the, the floor starts looking like water. I'm like, damn, I'm ankle deep in water watching this documentary. Things are getting weird. <laughs> Pardon me. So, so as I watch this documentary, I, I, that's like when I first felt like I, like that was the day I stopped being agnostic and I realized, man, there is God. And what made me realize that is just how complex life is and how just uh, like how unlikely it is. You know, Gary Vee says it a lot. Like we should be grateful just for the fact that we're alive. Um, hey, AC just kicked on. I think the guy fixed it. Anyways, we're supposed to be grateful that we're alive because just the, the chances that it was us to come to, to be was so astronomically small. I mean, you know, your dad could have like not saw your mom that day or like got arrested or, you know, it could have been one of a million different sperms. Apparently each tiny little sperm is different, you know, could be a different person. The sperm is damaged. It can, it could, you know, lead to like genetic issues and, you know, so I've heard. And so I've seen in documentaries and whatnot. Um, so like, you know, you could have came out with a freaking, you know, dolphin feet instead of, you know, actual feet, uh, you know, so, so yeah, gratitude is, uh, something, something we should all practice more, but like, uh, you know, I digress back to the, the trip. <clears throat> uh, you know, I see the chimps on the screen and I realize, holy crap, there is a God. And it's funny that I had that same realization. I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast the other day. He had an astronaut, his, an astronaut on his podcast. And this guy was saying the same thing. 
I, he didn't have to take acid to realize this. He just had to travel into space. <laughs> uh, and this guy says that, you know, that there has to be God out there because the fact that like the earth exists and that it's, you know, here, you know, it's just the chances of it was so astronomically small that there had to have been some sort of assistance but then the question the question is who assisted the assistant like where where did you know like if some a god did create earth who created god like how does this like how how far does that idea go we gotta you know we we can sit around and think about that all day and, and this has become a total stoner conversation if god is real who created god so <laughs> and the one thing with this podcast i want to treat it like i'm having a conversation with somebody at like a party and it's a good conversation not like a vapid lame shallow one about like oh yeah you know um you know whatever vapid people talk about i don't know <laughs> but uh, uh i wanted to just treat it like it's a a juicy good conversation with somebody you know that i like and i'm enjoying you know, enjoying their presence. And so I'm just going to, you know, riff. I'm just going to, like I would, like I would while speaking with this person. And one thing comes up, another thing comes up, and then another thing. And that's just how my mind works. And I keep going and I keep going. And I could focus on one topic and tell a story, you know. I got through that acid story, right? Like I did it. You know, you saw me. Y'all, y'all saw me. <laughs> I could do it, um, you know. I strayed once or twice, but I got through it. The whole point of that story was first time crazy things in Hialeah. And guess what? I saw God. <laughs> so I got to the story. I said the story. I set it up. Boom. See, I can do stuff like that. I can do things. I can have intellectual conversations with myself. Of course, not with myself. I'm assuming someone will hear this. So you are the person that I'm, I'm speaking with. So I'm not really, okay, anyways, <laughs> I can wax poetically about anything, <laughs> at least anything that I'm passionate about. And when it comes to talking, obviously, I love the sound of my own voice. My girlfriend might say that. She'd be trying me, speaking to her. I mean, she's sweet and cute and all, and all pregnant and stuff, so I let her get away with it, but she'd be straight trying me. <laughs> Yeah, we've been together forever, man. Forever, like plus 15 years or something crazy like that. I, I know I stopped keeping count at like 11 or 12 years. So like now I just have to do the math, you know, like, okay, I met her in 05, 06. I graduated in 06. I'm, so I met her in 05. Well, so I guess it's been 15 years. Holy guacamole, 15 years. We never celebrate our... Um, anniversary. It's sometime in November, and we always fight about it. It was the 7th or the 27th. We didn't even mention it. She didn't even mention it this year. She must have forgot. I I know I did. You know, given the whole coronavirus thing. Hold on. I think this guy's back. Okay, boys and girls. Air conditioning got fixed just now. That's good. <sighs> I feel like I was riffing previously. Not much was going on, but uh, <laughs> that's fine. I'll I'll keep it simple. Let me wrap this bitch up because we're at 27 minutes, 40 seconds. And I'm going to keep this to 30 minutes because 
I got to work in 30 minutes, so don't want to go too long. I can hear my kid's phone in the background. Let me close this up. So anyways, how do I want to wrap this up? Do it with like a, a proper farewell, you know, maybe it could be, it could be a permanent farewell, right? Like this could be the only one that I do or a piano could fall in my head when I step outside. Oh, or I could have not worn my mask and got coronavirus and died. Who knows, right? I'm fat. I got pre-existing problems, as they say, I guess, right? Because I'm obese. So, uh, you know, that's a fucking thing, right? Um, so, yeah, you don't know. Be grateful for the time that you have, right? Let me Let me pound that idea into my own head as I do yours, you know, as I try to mold you into the perfect perfectly grateful human being <laughs> because you know you know being grateful for stuff i know it sounds so tacky and cheesy and it just it really it really almost seems hopeless at times especially lately in 2020 but boy i am grateful for everything that happened this year if, if i if, if coronavirus didn't happen i would have went to vegas i would have incurred more debt and now instead i'm with child and, you know, getting rid of my debt and on the path of buying my first home. So things, things have been going well, even though things got weird, things are going well for me. Uh, you know, I got tons of overtime, tons of action because of the coronavirus. So, you know, I had a lot of extra money to play around with lots of different things I did, you know, lots of different opportunities. I got my license to carry. You know, I learned about real estate. I learned about money. It's been quite the year. And, um, you know, I want to I wanna keep learning. And I want to be grateful for all those things that I learned. And I want everyone else to learn with me. So that's going to be the point of this podcast. We're going to talk. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. We're going to learn some shit, maybe, you know, hopefully. So stay safe out there. Um, keep it gangster. If you need anything, call me, at me, remember, at Manslaughter305, and, you know, keep it groovy, stay safe.